When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Stretford Paddock podcast. My name is Joe. Today I'm joined by Jay Motty and James Young as well. We're talking about next managers. Who is going to be Manchester United's manager in the summer? We also talk a bit about politics and it gets a bit weird. James talking about cycle routes in Manchester. Check it out. Today's show is brought to you by Surfshark VPN. Now, more than ever, our internet reliance is rapidly increasing. We stream our favourite shows, keep in touch with loved ones, and even watch podcasts like this one. See? Makes sense. It's linked into the podcast. We prefer to think our information is safe, but as our online footprint increases, so does our need for proper security. That's where Surfshark VPN comes in. They protect your information by encrypting all the data you send through the internet, keeping anyone unwanted from seeing it. Another great reason to use a VPN is because the content from streaming services can be restricted based on what country you're in. So that could be Netflix, Amazon Prime, even some of the highlights on Twitter, you click on it, not available in your country. Well, Surfshark helps you out with that by simply changing your location. Also, you go abroad, you want to keep watching iPlayer, you want to keep watching British stuff, you can do. Change your location back to where you've left and you can keep watching all of that. Right now, Surfshark has an amazing offer on by clicking the link in the description, using the code paddock, sit there, look, paddock, like Stretford paddock, that's why we use the word paddock, paddock, you'll get 83% off, which means for something like a couple of quid a month, you're getting fully protected, 83% off, that's basically all of it off, 83%, plus you'll get three months for free, and Surfshark offers a 30-day money-back guarantee, use the link in the description, use code paddock for 83% off, three months free, and 30-day money-back guarantee, don't get better than that. Jay of Shetford Paddock, this is the Paddock Podcast, and I'm joined by two of my favourite co-hosts, because not guests, the co-hosts, we're in this together, Mr. Joe Smith. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm already lamenting the fact you're not going to be here all week. I know. Because you're going away, away, aren't you, for a yeah. few days, which is unheard of on this channel. I know. This is literally like the Joe Smith channel, because you're on every day. Holiday. And I'm getting, you know, I'm getting the sort it's of international break. penalty shootout <laughs> nerves at the prospects. of Joe not being stand outside yeah. until I get back. I can't cope. Uh, and also, Mr. James Young, yeah. how are we doing? Never been happier. <laughs> is that true? You look okay. it as well. You look over the moon. Yeah. 
Ecstatic. Uh, yeah, how where, have you where, been? Whereabouts are you off, Chet? Oh, Rome, sorry, yeah. go on then. Rome, yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. The city of angels, yeah. as they call it. Yes. It's a good yeah. time to go now because it's it, less, it, less touristy. Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Less touristy. Yeah. yeah, I hate tourists. Mm. Yeah. That's People. why I'm going yeah. to Rome as yeah. an English person. <laughs> That'd be great. Hope there's no tourists there. Do you know yeah. what? This is what always annoys me, right? Because you could go to Rome and you could decide to go and visit a football. You could roam around, as they say. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. I like it. You could visit a football stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And you might ask directions. Yeah. You might go, I'm going to go and watch, you know, Lazio mm. or whatever. Mm. Well, if you're not a massive racist, but yeah. 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 All right. You can still watch them. Yeah. Just because you watch a Nazi documentary doesn't make yeah. you part of the you know, SS. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, excuse me, can you help me tell me the way to the, the ground? Mm. And people might go, yeah, no worries. It's that way. But when you see people around Manchester. Yeah. Tourists asking mm. way at Old Trafford. People can be dead moody with him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, like, oh, look at the state of this. And I think, well, have you never been abroad and gone <laughs> exactly, to a football yeah. stadium? Yeah, like, exactly. And they probably speak the language tourists. better than we do yeah. going there. Like, what yeah. is the issue with someone wanting to go and visit Old Trafford whilst they're in Manchester? Yeah. There's not even a game on today. <laughs> oh, yes, because you only go to a football stadium when there's a game on. Yeah. It just really annoys me because I think, like, I've done that loads of times. Yeah. You go, mm. where you think, I'll oh, go and check out the stadium. We're going to go to the Coliseum for There's no gladiators there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next one's not for another minus 2,000 years. <laughs> like, what are you on about? I want to go see it. Oh, I said it in the wrong way. Yeah. Why? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what has that achieved other than making you look like the knobhead that you are? Sorry. It's like, I feel um, like Jay's been pointed the wrong way to Old Trafford. No, I, was, I remember having a rhyme mate who did it once and he thought he was dead clever. I was just like, you're just a muppet. Like, that wasn't <laughs> funny. just being a bit of a knob. Yeah. And I mean, I ended up rowing and arguing. I had to shout him back and tell him the real way. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, my mum was in Manchester for the first time on the weekend for like 14 or 15 years or whatever. And I was telling her how much it's like changed in that. And literally five minutes of her arriving, someone came, some smackhead went, oh, have you got any weed? And she said no. And he called her like a racist. And it's like, oh, welcome back. See, <laughs> eh? That's what you want yeah. from a destination holiday. Mm. Exactly. Get, ask for some weed Authentic. and be called a racist. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we are going to be talking about um, a host of topics, including... The, the managerial race, if you can call it that, on the candidates who are likely or looking likely to succeed. Ralph Ragnick, there's a few names that keep getting bandied about, so we'll get into all that. I mean, you can see some of them, I think, I think behind me. Go on. Do you know what I'd absolutely love? If we did this like an election, mm. where it's like, we've got, we got it down to Ten Hag. We do the, the, the sort of the preliminary. <laughs> the primaries. We do the primaries. Yeah. So that's where you get rid of your Enriquez, your Zidane's, mm. maybe your Ancelotti's. Once we've got it down to Ten Hag and, mm. and Pochettino, yeah. TV debates. Mm. You, but we know you both want it. Yeah. You're probably going to get sacked by PSG. Yeah. You're leaving Ajax by all accounts. Let's get them both on telly. Get Steven Housen asking him the real questions. Mm. That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know, are you a fraud? Questions like all these Steven Twitter Housen questions. Steven Housen telling them where they've gone yeah. wrong in a managerial yeah. career. How would you beat hey. Moston Brooks low block? Exactly, that's what that'll be. That's Steven Housen yeah. shouting at him. Our women for Breeze Mwamba yeah. have taken mm. Stretford Paddock yeah. FC to the summit of their league. Which one of you two is more likely to manage Stretford Paddock FC on an interim basis? <laughs> <laughs> right, you're not getting the job then, Maurizio. F off. So I'm thinking like Luis Enrique is like Bernie Sanders here. He's too good for us. Or, you know, he's been nice. defeated in the primaries. Right, okay. no, he doesn't really have the, the sort of the actual um, popularity mm. to get elected, even though it's really good. Yeah. And then you've got other people in there, like your joke candidates, like Phil Neville. He's yeah. been like ruined before the start. It's just yeah. out. Who's Pochettino? I think he's Hillary Clinton. Mm. Yeah. Do you reckon? Very much a known quantity. Yeah. Been around for years. Part of the firm. Not particularly inspiring, but you just feel like it's inevitable. Yeah. But There's maybe a feeling. not. Yeah. Mm. Or could it all yeah. go and wrong? who's Ten Hag? 
Ten Hag would be like... He wouldn't Trump. be Biden. Trump. I think he'd be more no. like Obama. Yeah. Like, a few years ago, Obama, wasn't really known. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. There is hope. hope with and Ten he came Hag. onto the yeah, stage yeah, yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden, everyone's like, who's this guy? Mm. This is this guy's ideal. Yeah. Wow, and look at his track record. Yeah. He hasn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, mm. everyone loves him. And it's like, actually, okay, then we don't know a lot about yeah. him, do we? But yeah, I think that's how it goes down. Um, so yes. we'll be getting into that. We'll also be looking at... We've signed, a, we've signed someone. Um, a youngster. I spoke about this this morning in the news. We'll talk about a little bit about that as well. And Gary Neville has been firing shots mm. at yeah, outside hotel football, football on the on the rooftop. Yes, he's been with his, <laughs> his, guy, his <laughs> rifle out, yeah. doing what he likes to do best. Well, I won't say he does best, but he likes mm. to have a go at players and people when they did the not sort of staggering down the road, sobbing hysterically after a United loss. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like the front cover yeah. of Platoon. Yeah. He doesn't want to know. Every Man United player I, should be permanently I, on their knees, yeah. weeping to the gods. I went to the shop the other day. So yeah. Eric Bay buying a pint of milk <laughs> yeah. after we'd drawn with Watford. Yeah. I slapped it out of his hand and said, no tea for you, Eric! <laughs> You'll have water and gruel until the tile is lifted again! Karen Neville has spoken! <laughs> Gee, how dare he have a Freddo on his walk home from the shop? Game Shame job. on you! That's why the club's in the doldrums. Yeah. Hey, this is what I'm talking about. You never got that in my day. No. Hey, if we lost the game, we didn't eat for a month. Exactly. Um, and that was just, right. Uh, just taking pops at people on the stadium tour walking past and hotel. <laughs> you don't understand the United <laughs> yeah, Way. Exactly. You weren't here in 1994. Ethos! <laughs> it's the ethos! Well, you in the youth job semi-final in 1992. Exactly. Yeah, he was there in the trenches. Yeah. So well, to be fair, Gary Neville has done a lot of good things for mm. United, so we should listen to what he says, probably. Yeah. He should, but he's not beyond with the it. reproach. No. So you, can, a, you can disagree with him, so a, we'll a talk about A very nice uh, portfolio of uh, real estate as well as around Manchester that he's uh, acquired. Interesting. Yes. Mm. I like I say acquired, like it was mm. the Swiss getting yeah. Nazi gold. <laughs> like, he, I think he bought it. Yeah. I don't think it was like, uh, who's the owner of that real yeah. estate recently been sent away for war crimes? I'll take but that. It's, I don't think that's it's, happened. It's property, isn't it? So technically, who owns property? God. Yeah. Next. Exactly. Next hey. question. Easy. He's done yeah. well for a property magnate to mm. paint himself as a socialist mm. um, with no socialist credentials really whatsoever other than kind of organising a strike once that didn't really happen. And um, uh, turn Moss as well, which is not exactly a, a very nice uh, idea. Well, there you go, you see. see. So, and yeah. if that isn't damning, I don't know what is. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That's not exactly a very from. nice idea, mm. um, James Young, 2022. Also, we've got, we've been linked with someone else to join in the backroom staff well two more people because the answer to our problems is more people in the backroom yeah. that is where we're going wrong we haven't got enough of them yeah. so there's another kid called Andy O'Boyle I've never heard of him that's a made up name Andy O'Boyle. I read it here on a piece you know, of paper you know when you get on a screen. Too far into the future on like Football Manager or FIFA, yeah. and it just <laughs> yeah. like generates random people. That's yeah. basically what United are doing now. Yeah, definitely. Andy O'Boyle. Well, <laughs> according to this newspaper, I mean, I've never heard of him, but he's he's in the the running to be assistant to the regional manager. Um, sorry, assistant to the director of football. Any, any relation to Pete? Or um, I don't think no. so. I mean, I, I I don't know. He mm. may be a fictional character. We mm. will find out. Um, right, so we're going to get into all that. Right. 
first of all, let's have some comments, eh? Uh, Tom Marshall says, doesn't matter who we bring in whilst the Glazers, Glazers even still own us. With that in mind, I want Ten Hag, UTFP, <laughs> Glazers out. Don't matter who we bring in, as long as we bring in Ten yeah. Hag, which is what I want. Yep. Don't matter that. anyway, but if it did, mm. that's who I want. If it did. Uh, Peter Kelly says, welcome back to Twitter, Jay. Thank you, Peter. Oh, it was a long two hours. Oh, yeah, you were suspended, weren't you? Yes, mm. I was. Copyright like a, like infringement. A, a, a daddy long legs coming down on a string Copyright of infringement, and I had to, you know, send a few strongly worded, not a strongly worded yeah. emails, a few begging messages to people. Like yeah. <laughs> Copyright infringement, what did you do? You uploaded a full I, I, series a of picture. on the buses <laughs> again, you? watch it? Yes. Have you seen this? It's wicked. Have you ever seen Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah. Well, now <laughs> you're going to watch it. Laurel and Hardy. In these series of tweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I did a, a video of Lacazette acting like an ad man and getting pushed over by someone in the, the game mm. against Villa. Um, and... Obviously, I knew when I did it, I thought I shouldn't be doing this. BT in it, and it was a bit funny. Mm. And then but, got, couldn't you have done the thing, you know, when you copied yeah, the Yeah, I should have done yeah. I got lazy because I was in the middle of summer and it was my own fault. Um, so, yeah, thanks for all your support yeah, during what was a, a very difficult time. You thought you were untouchable, didn't you, Jay? I mm. did. I did. Like, I thought like I was. Mr. Big of some sort Teflon of Twitter gang. Yeah, I thought I was. What's that guy? He was a guy, John Gotti. I thought it was like him. Yeah. Or Boris Johnson. Like uh, Jim Falson, who just posts the same joke over and over again and gets the same. Likes and yes, retweets. Do you know what I mean? Like his average book about politics. Interesting. <laughs> it's yeah, like, uh, an actual person that's mm. probably, you know, listening. Um, Nash Villar, who's been a member of the first team for 10 months, says, I like to watch Joe do a filibuster speech in US Congress mm -hmm. in which he goes over a list of 800 odd right backs and why Man United shouldn't buy them. Yeah. That's a great idea. If you had to filibuster something, yeah. what speech would you give? What would you talk about? I don't know, but what I will say is I would do it in the style of just a minute as well, where I'm not allowed to repeat myself. Mm. No repetition, no, what's it? You can't pause, you can't repeat yourself and any of that. So I not That's only quite would I do difficult. 15 hours, I wouldn't say the same word twice. That'd be ermine as well. And I wouldn't pause erm mm. or but. Absolutely wow. not Wow, you are giving yourself a massive task. task if you had yeah. to do a, a filibuster mm. speech, if you had to speak for hours just to waste time in Congress. It's probably about the... the the, the Walker's Flavour Cup of 2009 <laughs> and how Phil's <laughs> Breakfast won it despite it not being the best flavour. This is why we can't have democracy because what happens Sorry, is... Sorry, we can't uh, have democracy? This is James's run to be the leader, <laughs> the grand leader of Stratford Paddock. We, there we shall be why. no we, democracy. We're not having democracy anymore. We tried that experiment yeah. and it failed. We tried that experiment for the last 2,000 years and we didn't like it. <laughs> what when it got us? Yeah, the Greeks, sick of them. Romans, so. out of here. <laughs> we can't have nice things. Yeah, Ottoman Empire. Mm. See you later. So what you're uh, advocating is just the totalitarian regime. Well, I mean, as Mussolini once said. That's one way of putting it. As Superhands famously said. No, go on, I like this. Go on, fight them on the beaches. People like Coldplay and voted for the Nazis. Can't trust people. That's very true. I met the man on the street and he's a massive C-word, as I think Johnny Rotten said. See? Well, you can't argue with that. People are getting right, quite serious about our political analogies when we were joke. talking about. No, not that. About the, yeah. the managers. Um, you know, some people not mm. happy with uh, Barack Obama. Uh, no. <laughs> fair yeah, enough. At least Ten Hag can't deport loads of people <laughs> from England. Oh, drone strikes. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. We tried to do something. And we just yeah. like, it's always bad to game with ease on it as yes. well because he just encourages me. What a strike! <laughs> um, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh on we go. Please. Next topic. Can we start with the words? Uh, <laughs> right, come on, people. Let's get it together. Yeah. We're talking about managers. Manchester United Christmas bowling events. Stop year. it. <laughs> 
This is without Maka and Alson. You two might have been the same pair of hands. Right, let's move on. Or let's let's carry on talking about the subject we might be talking about. The next United manager, who do you want and why? Ten Hag seems to, to be the most exciting, doesn't he? He's yeah. the one with, like we said before, the, the Obama analogy, if you were to allow that to, you know, mm. yeah, without flourish. At the time, should we say, yes. before we know what he was well, going to get up saying, to. Yeah? yeah, in 2008, yeah. he was a fresh face. Mm. He, he brought with him no baggage, no like, look what he's been doing for the last 30 years. A bit like Tony Blair. In 97, yeah, yeah not a bad shout out. Yeah. Yeah. New Labour. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That kind of like, we're doing things a bit differently. Mm. Whereas Poch has that, it just has that, we know what you are. Yeah, he's, he's Keir Starmer. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. yeah. We know yeah. what he is. He's, he's okay. He's mm. a decent manager. He's managed some good players, good teams, and done all right with all of them. He's never done anything where you go, wow, I can't believe he did that. And yeah. I know that Ten Hag has, has, you know, if he'd maybe won the Champions League with, with Ajax, you could really put him in that category with, you know, Jose at Porto and say he, he's done something incredible. But what he's done is he's taken Ajax from being obviously one of the most, you know, famous and richest teams in, in, in the Netherlands. But he's just made them a machine again where they lose their players because they are still in the fifth richest league in, the, in Europe. I think it's the fifth richest. They lose their players to richer teams and they replace them and the system continues and the style continues and they have pieces that slot into positions rather than let's build everything around one player. Oh no, he's shit. Oh no, he's left. Oh no, he's, he's holding us to ransom over his contract. We can't do that anymore. He has systems and structures that players fit into like all of the top teams do these days. Look at City. They've got a rotational cast of about 16, 17 players that play any given week and they all do basically the same job as the rest of them when they switch in and out look at someone like Mares, not even guaranteed to start every week and yet when he does can easily be their best player mm. on a day 100%. United at the minute we've got you know about six players that are in form and everyone else is trying to do their own thing I think Ten Hag comes in and he brings a structure and a style that not only he can uh, bring but also that he sticks to and that he has to stick to United needs to establish a style as a club and bring in managers that fit that style and then that manager brings in players that fits that style as well it needs to be from the top down and I think Ten Hag's the best chance we've got well, you saw you saw how comfortable it was for City on the weekend against Southampton even when it was 1-1 it was like well we've got like three or four other players we can just bring on here and they ended up it was like 4-1 in the end United just don't have that and no. I don't think they're going to unless the like you're saying the structure's in place for that to happen yeah um, are, you you ten, are you Ten Hag? Is he your choice as well? Yeah, he seems to be I've the most popular from I've people kind of, I've spoken to. I've kind of been saying this, that whoever United bring in, I just think the same issues are going to still be there. So it's almost, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but ultimately if, if Richard Arnold's the same as Edward, which I hope he isn't, and hopefully he's, he's trying to sort things out, then I'm not really sure what's going to happen because if he does try and rebuild the team, he'll get to two or three years down the line mm. where he won't be able to sign the players that he wants to. There'll be other situations and politics going on and he'll finish second or third, maybe one more trophy, but then the whole thing will just reset itself again because I just don't think, unless there's major changes at the club, that any, anyone that's going to come in is just going to keep on facing the same issues. What do you think, Jay? Who do you, who do you want and do you think they can be successful? I want Ten Hag, and I've been saying this for a little while. I don't know a lot about him. I know his record. I think I was, when I was looking into it, because people, I made the assumption myself, you just go, I ask, yeah, you win the league every year and all that, but you mm. don't, do you? And yeah. they didn't until he got there. Mm. I think they had a few years, didn't they, without winning it? Well, P it? PSV had Depay and a couple of players yeah. like that in that team before he came in. So. And, and he, you know, he, he sort of 
then he the day went I think four years without winning it. Then he kept winning it, and I think mm-hmm. they missed out one year because of COVID. But mm-hmm. he's won it and did the double as well a couple of times. Like you say, he got to the Champions League semi final. All right, you make your own luck, but very unlucky there. Was flying in the group stages this year, winning the Champions League and then, won every game. Didn't yeah, they, and then it's just sort of it went. Um, the wheels came off against Benfica. Benfica are not a bad team. No, 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 no. That's not a criticism. You know, he's 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 raised the bar there for them now. Anywhere, mm-hmm. the, you know, if they don't win the league and they don't do well in Europe, people are going, well, what's gone wrong there? Yeah. Whereas when he got there, they weren't winning the league. So he and like you say. You know, he rebuilt that team, which impresses me. You're losing the likes of the Young, you're losing Van der Beek, you're losing uh, the Litz, you're losing Ziyech, and then you're rebuilding again mm. very quickly and still going and still doing that because whoever comes in has a rebuilding job to do. And it's like, I don't, I don't like Ancelotti is the most successful candidate available. He's won the lot, he's won it on all different levels, he's won it at different countries, he's won cha- three Champions Leagues. It's obviously, you know, you can't. He's one of the best managers yeah, ever, isn't he? You can't managers. scoff at his record, it's yeah. phenomenal, it really is. But you're thinking, okay, and it sounds daft because, you know, he's doing well at Real Madrid, but is there a little bit of, it's just more short-termism, it's more a manager but, who's not quite at the peak Van Gaal, Van Gaal had that, and Mourinho had that as well. United have tried that before, and I think yeah. the thing is, especially with United, is that, you know, managers at Real Madrid will rarely stay longer for three or four seasons before Perez has enough of them, and I think... The issue is at United, they can't have a manager like Ancelotti that'll come in like Mourinho will. Yeah, he might win stuff, but there'll still be another three or four years after that that the mess will have to be picked up back up again and it'll just take longer. On that point then, yep. you, all of the managers that that were brought in to be more long-term, maybe of, mm. other than Van Gaal winning the FA Cup, have won nothing at United since, since Fergie left. So Moyes was set to be long-term, won nothing. Van Gaal was set to be long-term, yes, he won the FA Cup, so fair enough. Um, Ole was set to be long-term, won nothing. The only real manager that's won multiple trophies is Jose. Are we not better, and I don't agree with this, but do you think there's a case to be made that getting someone more short-term, where we actually might win a trophy here yeah. or there, is better than, you know, is, is the only way to win things under the Glazers? Do you I've, think I've, we can be a long-term vision team and, and be successful with it? I've thought in the past that maybe being short-term isn't that bad a deal because we've sort of become that anyway, mm. as you said that. I just feel like now we're so far behind it reminds me a little bit of Klopp at Liverpool, mm. where you need might need someone to come in and go, look, this ain't a quick fix. This isn't Jose coming in, buying a load of players and you're going to win some trophies. You're so far behind the likes of Chelsea, City and Liverpool. It's going to take a few seasons and he can do that. I think mm. that's what... My question isn't whether he can do it or the board. A lot of it is the fans, and I include myself mm. in this. If two seasons in, we're sat in fifth, are people going to go, okay, just give him a bit another year, you know, we can see what he's trying to do. Mm. Or are people going to go, no, we're not in the Champions League, it's been a disaster, get rid of him. Because there will be a reaction, and fans, you know, we, we're, st- we're in that grey area. We, a lot of us are old enough to remember Sir Alex and all the, the riches we had, and we're still, mm. a, a, you know, a club that's got money and stuff. So we we expect success, but we're nowhere near where we used to be. Short term, well, last mm. sort of nine years, we've not really been in the town. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Race. Other than, you know, so, well, since we won it, we've not really been in a title race. I know we finished second, but were we ever li- really in a title race in those two seasons when we finished second? Mm, well, not particularly. Not really. So it's, it feels a bit odd. Personally, I would give Ten Hag time. I just don't know if everyone else will, and that's not a criticism of fans because I get it. I just feel like that's the big question could, is can we be patient with him? And I agree. I agree that's a big problem. But could we not argue that we didn't give Oli time? 
when yeah, the first, that's, that's the first real sustained period of of bad results. And obviously we had that one at the end of the first season, but that was, you know, so close to what was an incredible period of results. The first real, we might not finish top four properly set of results under Ole. We got rid of him. I know losing 5-0 to Liverpool is hard to come back from, but what if, what if that happens under Ten Hag? I think there wasn't, you know what, you're right. I think the problem with Ole was the nature of those results. Mm. I think mm-hmm. losing to Liverpool at home isn't the end of the world. It's horrible, but it's happened before. It's happened under Fergie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that... To get battered, be losing 4-0 at half-time is unreal. To, the way we lost to Watford, we were probably going to get relegated, was abysmal. Mm. The fact that City turn up and just treat it like a training game, it's horrible. And yours, you know, as a fan, I loved Ollie for a multitude of reasons. But you stood there and against Liverpool, I was thinking, you know, this is just, this is just, this is over this. This isn't working. It was, it was the way in which it capitulised as well, because United have lost heavily to Liverpool before under Fergie and to City, but... I remember when they lost to Liverpool, I think it was 3 or 4-1 in 2009. They still won the title that season. Yeah, you're right. And under Fergie, what was it, 4-5-1 um, or five, one, um, against, well, 6-1 against City at home. Yeah. But before that as well, one of uh, Fergie's earlier seasons, I think City beat United, was it 4-5-1? Four, 5-1 yeah. at Main Road. But yeah. the, the, funny no- the funny thing with that is, the 5-1 at Main Road, he was under pressure. Mm. Fergie was under serious pressure. But he won the FA Cup that year to, to, to buy him some time. Yeah. I just, Whereas, I just, my, just no. my big worry is, most United fans or most United fans that are in and around our age, even up to the age of sort of 40, 50, don't really have a great memory of pre-Fergie days. Yeah. And we're so used to the lows being so much higher than everyone else's lows. Like the worst it got on a Fergie, you know, since we won the league was finishing third. Yeah. Like, are we really prepared to take, we finished second, we finished seventh, we finished fourth, we finished third, we finished first. Are we prepared for that trajectory? I'm kind of used to it now, though. But are you? Yeah, because I haven't seen that. I literally see, I've seen United win, from my memory, two league titles. Yeah. So the, the Atletico game is genuinely the first knockout game in the Champions League I've been to with United. Yeah. Because it's been so crap the past five but, or six years, But maybe years, if, really. if the average age of fans mm. at the game was, how old are 20? Yeah, 19. 19. Yeah. If the average age of fans at the game was 19... Mm. You know, maybe that would be the perception, but the average, what is it? Is it late 40s, yeah. isn't it? In the 50s, I think the average age of a Premier League fan. So they do expect that. And that's my worry, like you said, the fans is can we finish, can we have a, re- a fully regressing season where it's actually got worse for a year and still stick with the manager? And does a few titles in the, in the, the, the Dutch league keep uh, enough, you know, enough money in the bank yeah. to, to, to ride that storm? I don't know if it does. Because Klopp was. People forget this. Klopp was under a bit of pressure at one point. Yeah. I remember the time when we drew nil nil with Jose mm. at Anfield. I think we'd have won that game. Might have been a different story in terms of the pressure on it. But again, the, when people going, yeah, sorry, they had, well, I think they had one win in nine games or something yeah. going into that game. They'd lost the League Cup final, lost the Europa League final. So it wasn't like he had much in the bank uh, as a Liverpool manager to so go, yeah. look, this is what I'm doing. I still think he was quite popular in his attitude and his, his persona. I think, I think that's that carried him a little bit. And everyone under yeah. 40 yeah. doesn't really remember Liverpool being successful no. at that mm-hmm. time. And Whereas also, now, he, he then went to the Champions League If you're 20, League you remember that, League titles. That, you know, the rest was history for yeah. him. And I feel like, you know, with, with um, Ten Hag, it's, sometimes it's just that thing of keeping yourself going. Mm-hmm. That I think you've always said it, Joe, and I think you have as well. Well, you were there. If you'd have won in Gdansk, maybe he gets a little bit more time. Mm. In the, when that's, the w- that's when it turned. A lot, yeah. a lot of the people that I knew that were there yeah. were like, that's Because, you know, Fergie won the FA Cup and then mm. didn't have it all his own way the next season. I think we finished sixth, but mm. we won the, we won the, uh, the Cup Winners' Cup. 
But it's like, if you've got a trophy, Arteta won a trophy at, Liber uh, at Arsenal, yep. and he buys himself a bit of patience when he finishes eighth. Yep. So we go, he's won silverware. He's, give him a little bit of time. He's a, you know, for them, he's a club legend. Da -da -da and all this, where Oli didn't have that. He had more questions. I think it's because of who was against as well. I know, I know they beat Juventus and they got nah, to the quarterfinals of the Champions point. League, but if it was a bigger team, maybe like a, a Sevilla or yeah. an Inter or someone like that, then there could have been a bit more respect. But I think the way that Villarreal were portrayed a lot in the media, where they were these plucky team from Valencia that didn't really know why they were in the final, and it was like almost expected that United were going to win. I mean, you know, I, I had stuff lined up and people were saying to me, well, can you send videos in if United winning the trophy? Because it was just expected that it was going to happen. And when they you did know what? It, Shades of 2018 in the FA Cup final. Yeah. Mm. I know it was Chelsea, but everyone was like, mm. oh, we'll do these. Mm. Look at how many points we finished above mm. the West. You know what I mean? And it was like... Well, you saw, you saw, in, saw in BT's coverage after the game. It was like, well, shit, what, what are we going to do now? Like, <laughs> Now <laughs> this, what? Yeah. This wasn't meant to happen. Um, Abin in the chat says, Carlo would only raise his eyebrows in the debate. Very good. Um, Callum Shahidi says, we should have kept Ollie. We made real... Excuse me. We made real progress under him. A cup final that was lost on the last kick of the season and back-to-back -back top four finishes. Again, I just feel it's like the nature of these losses this yeah. season. Mm. It wasn't the fact that we lost to these games. These games. It was the way we were losing. It looked like he'd lost everyone. Well, the, the Watford yeah. game especially. Yeah. And yeah, was and like, I wasn't you know, saying we should have kept him. I was saying no, it's a fair if, question. if a similar thing happens under a, manager, under a manager that we fundamentally have more faith in, yep. will that will he, you know will that faith be enough to keep him through the hard times? Um, just on the sort of managerial thing and the backroom staff um there's this story that's doing the rounds about a lad called andy o'boyle mentioned him earlier um and this the, the the news is that united i as in eyi eyi eye -E, uh ex-liverpool coach you've already lost me you've lost this you've lost the room um andy o'boyle for their new deputy director of football role with the red devils hoping he can help john murtagh with the mammoth task of returning the club to its former glory so we're looking for a direct, uh, sorry, a deputy director of football. Deputy director of football. You, I mean, I don't know anything about this guy, Andy O'Boyle, other than the fact that he's an ex-Liverpool coach. Um, it seems like, you know, there's there's lots of rumours. There was the, is it the lad from Monaco who's just been sat? Paul, Paul Mitchell. Mitchell yeah. And there's talk of maybe him coming in as some sort of role. Mm. There's, we've already got John Myrtle there. You've got Darren Fletcher there. Ralph Ragnick's going to become a consultant. Mm. The new manager, whoever that may be, is probably going to bring in at least one of his own coaches. Do you know what I mean? Is it not a danger here? We're going to have more people behind the scenes than actually on the pitch for us, and that's not healthy. Well, we went from, for the longest time, basically having Ed Woodward mm. doing everything, and then like Matt Judge tickling a few bollocks during transfer yep. you know, negotiations, to now we've got like a full like match attacks sticker <laughs> book full of which one is he? Oh, let me just, he's on page eighteen. He's in the subcategory, you know, directors of sport or whatever mm. it's going to be. Yeah. It's like I don't know. We're getting a bit sort of too many directors of football spoiled. The broth. Well, it's like do you remember when uh, United claimed they had like two hundred scouts or whatever it was? Yeah. It's a similar sort yeah, of thing. Like, yeah, I mean, it does it's get like, a little bit Do you know when United signed uh, Wan-Bissaka and Woodward was like, we've been through 200 fullbacks. 800? Yeah, 800. And this is the uh, best one. Yeah. Like the most obvious one that everyone said you should get. Yeah. You've mm. gone through 800 to get to the point where yeah. you're spending 50 million quid on the one that was literally a man of the match against us a year ago. Just because, you know, it's obvious doesn't mean <laughs> we haven't done our research. <laughs> do you know what uh, I mean? Yeah, I do wonder about all that because at some point you think it's just becoming this big sort of bloated operation mm. where we just you know dishing out responsibility the more people that are in there the more people that need to be good at this job yeah and yeah. already i don't know how many are good at it and I'd now we're expecting eight people to be really I'd good at their be, job. i would have uh loved to be mates edward at uni yeah exactly yeah. Um, I know, well yeah is yeah. that another thing um that's you know 
jobs for the boys and all that. I don't know. Um, Santa Not says we should have lost to Celta Vigo, a team worse than Villarreal under Jose. Only did as well as we did because Zlatan and still finished a pathetic six. I remember that. Mm. Um, DB Cooper says I'm down with Paul Mitchell as long as we don't have to get Poch. Mm. Um, Sean says Joe's shirt looks like wallpaper from a seventies hotel in Missouri. It's very specific, like, mm, isn't it? Mm. Which what? hotel, mate? Yes, you can let us know the hotel. Well, and also, the seventies is very broad. That's a ten-year sort of the nineteen seventies. You know. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Where you. was where was it from? Thanks. It was from the nineteen seventies yeah. hotel in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do yeah. hit like yeah. do hit like. I mean. The fact is, we don't. I don't think any of us. I mean, I've just looked on his links, and he doesn't tell me anything. Right. He's head of he's head of elite performance in the Premier League from twenty seventeen. In my in my head, right, right head right. of elite performance. You're the manager of the team, then, aren't you? Yeah. Like the the person that is the head yeah. of the highest end performance in a football club. Yeah. Well, he's he's an elite so performance not. in the Premier League. He was at Liverpool for five years, exactly for te- five years, ten months, and he, he kind of left when the going got good. To be fair, with him. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. coincidence. Like I don't know. Like he's not. He's, he's left just before they started winning things. Yeah. Um, he was he sold the, him and bought loads of inhalers. That's yeah, what they exactly. In the, uh, the Eric Ramsey uh, club. They swapped yeah. him for Mo yeah. Salah. Um, he was the under 21 physical performance coach the word performance is so heavily littered throughout this man's CV you'd assume he had a job by now wouldn't you Um, he was head of sports science at Coventry City Football Club Um, he waited on tables at Witherspoons and he um, (laughs) he didn't really (laughs) James leave it (laughs) Spoons, I've been there. <laughs> and he's got they two do weeks. A, they do a great chef. Two park. weeks' experience at his local newspaper. Good luck. Um, yeah. So you can understand why his uh, CV I mean, has caught the attention of Manchester United. It's very, it's very Red Bull, isn't it? Yeah. Performance. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ralph, Ralph Ragnick, that whole operation that he had, he had a lot of scouts, a lot of anal- analysis, all those sort of people, a lot of backroom staff, sort of money ball type things. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, it just it does feel a little bit like what are all these people doing and is this is this helping us and who are these people? Are they qualified? And I just feel like, yeah, it's it's just worrying. I think everything at United at the minute is worrying. I'll just feel a lot better when we know who that man, the next manager is going to be. I mean, it looks like Ten Hag is the favourite, but you don't know that. And it wouldn't surprise me if it was a Pochettino because, like you said earlier, Joe, he has been linked with us. And if it is, is he bringing in his own people? And is, is Andy O'Boyle and Paul Mitchell and all these other people being linked with it still going to come in? Is... Um, Ralph Radnick ha- going to have much yeah. of a say on what's going what, on. What does Peggy Mitchell have to say about all this? Yeah. Exactly. Do you know you what know, I mean? Paul Mitchell's mum. Yeah. Or Dimitri, is it Dimitri, the uh, former United uh, Academy player? Ah, yes. Mm. Yeah, Dimitri Mitchell and Grant mm. Mitchell, of course, yeah. is the obvious one, isn't it? Peggy's. Paul. Mm. Phil Mitchell. Phil yeah. Mitchell. Billy yeah. Mitchell. Exactly. So. <laughs> Sean. No, it's the person. Sean Mitchell. Sean Mitchell. Google Sean Mitchell. Don't Google Sean Mitchell. <laughs> Don't let him tell you what to do, Jake. I'm not going to. Um... <laughs> Should we want something when you went to school? <laughs> something <laughs> happier than the disarray behind the scenes. And that's we signed a young lad Wait. called Toby Collier uh, from Brighton. Three and a half year deal, um, running to the summer of twenty twenty five. I've got a few sort of stats about him here. He's a defensive midfielder, has played at centre back, he's captain England at under sixteen and under seventeens level. Once played uh, only played once this season, sorry, for Brighton under eighteens. Impressed on a trial at Carrington last month. Caught the Ivy Knight Scouts um, playing in a friendly against Huddersfield Town. Seems like, you know, a, it's a bit of a tapping, really, in, it, in, case, yeah. in the case of you're buying a young lad and if it doesn't work out, you've not exactly. Well, also, United can and, basically just. Or you're just signing, yeah, sorry, just, not buying. United, United can sign young players and they can't play a game for United and then they can just sell them on for four or five times the price, basically. So It's kind of the MO for yeah. a lot of clubs, isn't it, if you're looking at it? It's um, a bit of a sort of twisted system when you look at it like that. It's yeah. like you take these 
people that are children, basically, like 14, mm. 15, have them for like four years, and then they never even play for you, and you just sell them for like three million. Just NFTs, yeah. isn't it? Basically, um, non-footballing yeah. teenagers. There's a there's a, a quote from Ralph Radnick that sort of ties into this. He said about sort of talking about transfer strategy. He said it's about having a clear transfer strategy and signing players who fit into the system, and that's what both clubs, in talking about City and Liverpool, have been doing in the last five six years. If you I look at the transfer policy and their transfer success, they haven't had many players who people would say that wasn't the right signing. Blo- both clubs, sorry, have been pretty successful and this is where Manchester United have to go again. Do you feel like we need a change in transfer strategy? Because we've been very much short term, haven't we really? I mean, Jaden Sancho, okay, he's a bit younger, but some of the signings we've made have purely been for like one or two seasons. Like, it's, it's, are, we, are we sticking with the, uh, the political team? You sort of remind me of like you know when um, like Labour went more towards the centre and they sort of got loads of focus groups to sort of get really mundane stuff. It's like it's almost like on the manifesto. It's like I will bring a, a change in transfer strategy and make sure that we don't sign. Um, like plays anymore. Uh, I yeah. Cavani. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Regardless. Yeah. I, think, I think that there seemed to be a bit of a shift in transfer strategy, strategy under Ole. Mm, yeah. And then Ronaldo coming in made me go, I don't know what's going on anymore. And not mm. because I, I think we shouldn't have signed Ronaldo, but just because it didn't make sense alongside who else we'd signed. Like, whether you think they're a good or bad signing or not, Maguire, Wambasaka, Sancho, Varane... Uh, Bruno, uh, Dan James, Agal, uh, not Agalo, uh, Diallo, um, Pellistri, they all have a, they're all under 20, uh, 28 at the point of purchase. A lot of them are English, you know, Premier League proven to, to you know, in a, in a lot of instances. That makes sense. But then you go and get world superstar Cavani, world superstar Ronaldo. I don't quite get that. Like 35, 36 year olds, I don't know what we're, what the target is here or what the aim is here. Um, so, I don't know what the strategy is, and maybe I, we do I, need something I, that's more coherent. The, the Igalo one. Yeah, the Igalo one was another one. I found that like, quite funny, though, to be fair. I, I mean, it I know, was but funny. That's what it you want from a transfer. Yeah, yeah. You want humour, yeah. Jay. I know, because in the morning we're in for Josh King, and yeah. I was like, why? And then in the evening, he got Odie Igalo knocking on his director's door saying, please let me go to Manchester United. And it's just like, okay, we caught, we sort of bought into a guy. Sue Cook's pulled out. Yeah, Sue yeah. Cook's pulled out. He's in water leave. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, like, it's like we all bought into a Gallo because he wears United pajamas and he takes pictures mm. of trees and he's a nice guy and he scored he scored a couple of good goals as have well. Have you seen his Instagram stories? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, he's, no, he's, even he's, now he's likable. Like but he literally posts like maybe like twelve or thirteen stories a day. But from that's his, what I mean. Like, in Saudi Arabia. My point is, it's you know, he's it's bored. all yeah. it's nice and all that. But is he a player that's going to get you help you win trophies? No. And when we needed him in the semi final, it's not his fault. But he wasn't up to it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like that's not a coherent policy of, oh, who can we get at half 11 on transfer deadline day? My agent knows Odin Nagalo, who played for Watford three years ago. Yeah. Let's get him. And he's only on 300 And he's a United fan. A What's that got to do with anything? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that 
it didn't really help us in what we needed. At least he'll try, unlike yeah. half of the players. We've but got exactly, the bar's so low. And it's not, I'm not going to dig at a Gallo, because like I said, I did like him, but it just shows there was a lack of planning. Mm. Do you know what I mean? This isn't like Fergie being on the phone to Howard Wilkinson or whatever and going, oh, let me have any. This is like literally, we've run out of options here and we've got no one else we can get. Mm. Let's quickly get someone. Someone who scored at least five goals in the Premier League mm. will yeah. get them because we're, we're desperate. You know, even... even Two seasons ago. Even yeah. Cavani. And, you know, Cavani sort of... Again, won us over with his performances and his cool aerial thing. I know it's gone a bit south this season, but he was a free agent who no one really was coming in for because of his wages and his injury record. And it's like we waited and waited, and then we get him again at the 11th hour. And then you sort of sat in a season later going, we're short. Mm. We're short. And I know we've had certain issues that you couldn't predict, but it's like we almost leave ourselves in this situation by a lack of planning where other clubs don't do that. You just mentioned City there. I was watching a bit of the City game yesterday. Like you say, you know, they start with Jesus and, and Sterling, two players who've got loads of goals for him. Mm. Sterling obviously gets a goal and, and you know, his, his, his record over the last four or five years is ridiculous. Jesus, is, I think his record in goals and assists is like every other game he gets either a goal or assists. Around that, you know, he's not the greatest, but he's productive. Mm. And they bring on Foden and um, Mares. You know, Mares who won the Premier League at Leicester and, is, 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 again, his record is ridiculous in terms of goals and assists. They've got options there. They can mix it up a bit. And we've just left ourselves in a situation now where we haven't. Mm. And it's like now a new manager's got to come in and he's got to not only rebuild the first 11, but a squad as well. When's the last time City or Liverpool, or even Chelsea, well, actually, let's take Chelsea out because they haven't won much recently, um, in the league. When's the last time City or Liverpool signed a player of of the age or wages of Cavani or Ronaldo? Or even a Gallo? Mm. I can't even think of it. No. I right. think When's the last time probably, they, made, they made a signing like that? Negredo was someone like yeah. that? Or? What was that, a decade yeah. ago? Yeah, like Negredo was like 23. signings like that? No, they don't, and it's like... The closest they've got is was getting Thiago on a free. Mm. That could have been one of them. You've signed a big player who is... I know he was not... I think was it 29 or yeah. 30? Not 35. But you could have maybe said that was a bit of a... Big name sign, but, but even then, that, it's I mean, not the same, you is know, it? Players like Wanaldo, Marigi, even Salah, they yeah. weren't like world class players no. before they signed them. They just, they just. It's a plan yeah. in it. It's yeah. like it's a plan. Salah fits into the mm. system. Mm. He will thrive in this system. I don't think any predicted he was going to score like basically fifty goals a season, but he'll be a success in the system. When they went for Van Dijk, they went for him, didn't get him. They didn't sack it off and go and spend sixty million on someone else. They mm. waited. Like, okay, he's what we want. He's the man we want. We'll wait another transfer window. And then they get him, and then they go and win everything. So I just feel like like they've got a plan there. And it's like with, with just simple things that we just can't seem to do. You know, like even when we have options and when you think, oh, yeah, we've been linked with this player, we've been linked with that player, for whatever reason, it, it just doesn't happen. You know, the, the one that everyone goes on about, and I think you were talking about this with Dejo, was uh, Cancelo. And I think, mm. okay, he comes into this team and he might not do what he's doing at City because the team's struggling. But that's someone being recommended to us, and we just... We don't take it up on it. and probably, you know. Actually, probably Otamendi, I'd say, was the, the last City player that they signed for a lot of money. And Mangala as well. A couple of players like that, just before Guardiola came in. This, but even yeah. then, they weren't big name signings. No. Oh, we have to get him because of the name. No one, you know, they were a lot of money, but they weren't like and, Ronaldo's. And, and, and they gave, you know, the same Claudio Bravo's probably one that yeah. they, they bought and then replaced. Yeah. But then again, you know, they do that, like... Pep comes in, he has a first season where he doesn't win anything, they don't really do a lot. Mm. Finishes in the Champions League places, everyone's a bit like, everyone's a bit underwhelming. But he's had a good season to look at his team and go, right, these are the players I need. And they back him. And he get in, I need new fullbacks. Right, no worries, we'll get it. I need a new keeper. Actually, I need to replace a keeper I've bought. Mm. No worries. Do you know what I mean? We need this midfielder, I need this guy. Not a, not a drama. I want to buy Laporte, 
we can't get him now. Wait, yeah, get him for you. No worries. Mm. It's like there's a plan there, and I just don't see it at United. And so it, I hate sitting here, yeah, talking about the Scousers and City as examples of of what's going right. Uh, I mean, Averma says this Andy guy is a spy. Hire Paul yeah. Mitchell. Um, so I've got another few chats to get into. Uh, Callum Shahidi says Poch can't mentally. Oh, sorry, Poch can't change mentality of United. Look at Spurs, weak-minded and then still weak-minded now. Jose Conte couldn't. They are serial winners like Poch so he's just saying you know he's not a Poch fan to be honest with you uh, Frank Lucas says if Ron was going for City you would be different but he isn't I know yeah, yeah, that's I like mean. saying if, if, you, if we'd just won the league I wouldn't have been saying this of course I wouldn't um, Akshay S says along with a new manager and team rebuild would change of captaincy change the mood of the dressing room also, um, sorry also if not Maguire then who Bruno I mean, it might change it by a few percent I do I do think we've got into this thing of but it's not that big of a like deal. making the captaincy out like that's going to change loads. Yeah. Like if, if Bruno or Maguire are wearing the armband or if it's Varane or if it's De Gea. Yeah, but it depends. If United sign someone who's a really good leader. We, if, no, if we yeah, sign yeah, someone, yeah. that's different. That's different than just giving yeah. it to someone we've but already out got. Out of United's current squad, there's like, no one in there that's yeah. really good. Like, I don't think difference. if Maguire gives it to Bruno, that makes much of a difference. Mm. Or if Bruno gives it to Varane, I don't think it does. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you're right. If we can, one sign, it can change the complexion of everything. Mm. I'm not saying it will, but, you know, Bruno took us from nowhere near top four to getting top four and then, you know, finishing second. He was such a catalyst. Are you not bored, though, if United just qualifying for the top four? Of course and then, I am. You know, getting into, like, the Champions League and then going out in the group stages or the knockout stages. And it's just like, I don't get any enjoyment out of this as a fan. Of just, just It's just shit. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm, you know, old enough to remember the yeah. dark days when we went five years without a trophy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like a kid, but... And now it's like, what are we on for now? Six, is it? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it was almost um, unheard That's of. if we don't win the league. <laughs> all we need are severe points deductions for the teams above us. It's happened before. Yeah. Um, so we need we need City and Liverpool to have a big like, scrap in the middle this, of the pitch at the Etihad when they play each other. This, week, this weekend, right? 30 points each. Was your, and then Chelsea to do the same. Did you enjoy your weekend not being ruined by United? Do you know what? it was? Mm. It, I did slightly, but it was tempered somewhat by the fact that Liverpool won, mm. City won, Arsenal, Arsenal won. won, Tottenham won, Tottenham won, Fucking and it was just like, and then you, I'm watching, when I saw City and Liverpool being drawn in the, the FA Cup semi-final, it reminded me a little bit of 99 with us and Arsenal, mm. because it's like that thing of the two top teams sort of going Yeah, but it'll never be as good. No, it won't. No. But it reminded me of it, and I thought, that's what they're at now, they're at, they're sort of pushing each other and going mm. up against each other, and what are we doing? We're up against, you know, mm. trying to chase Arsenal mm. for fourth. And it's it's just not where you want to be as a fan. And it is frustrating. Um, but, you know, you've just got to sort of hold your hands up and say, this is where we are. Uh, Caleb Dirtle says, just imagine if the 1.2 billion the Glazers took out was put back into OT in Carrington. Might have solved some of the issues they are facing today. Maybe, I mean, you know, there's so many different sort of things. I just want to talk about it quickly before we move on to all of the week. Gary Neville's made a comment. Mm. about players going out um, and he said that he did a tweet earlier and I can't find it but he basically said that if you know back in the day um, if um, if United drew you wouldn't even have players and executives going to take some of your water no no oh, yeah um, he said back in the day you know if United drew they wouldn't even go out for an Italian you wouldn't have execs and players and the manager or whatever coaches going out sort of being pictured and this this weekend we've seen uh, people at the cricket, people at the F1, people abroad, you know, Dubai, whatever. And he said it's it's, it's tone deaf. I think he, he labelled it. Um, I just wanted to get your your thoughts on it and people in the comments as well. Let me know what you think about what Gary Neville said. Does it bother you? Are you outraged? Are you disappointed? 
are you any of the above when it comes to players and manager and because Ralph was at the cricket one. Um, a few people were at the the, the F one. I think that I mean the, the owners were. If anyone cares what they're up to, they don't obviously care about the club. We've had. I like your tweet by the way about them uh, buying the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, trying to buy the kebab on yeah. on tick uh, or yeah. loan. Yeah, to, to to sell back to them or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you? What, I'll start with you, James. What do you make of it? Do you care? Not really, no, because I'm not really sure what else. I mean, it doesn't look good, but then at the same time, like, what else would would they have been doing this weekend that would have improved their performance on the pitch? United aren't playing. So there's no point in them just sitting around going, well, look how shit we are. Mm. But then at the same time, if I was in that position, I probably wouldn't share it on social media. But then I don't really see an issue with it personally. Mm, Joe, do you agree with James? I'll, be, I'll get to my mm. comment in a minute. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what, I don't know what any of it means. Like, <laughs> does someone go into the football, make them less careless or less likely to win the next match? Or I don't know. But, but, but there is part of me that thinks, yeah, I understand that maybe if these players were hurt more when they lost they'd be less likely to be at these events short you know short a short time after losing big games they might still be distraught oh, I can't be asked to go I feel like shit whatever and maybe that would be a good thing but I don't see how someone going to you know going out for a drink or maybe not going for a drink that's a slightly old-fashioned way of looking at things now but going to the the, the cricket or I going really to watch the um, UFC United uh, squad is full of pine drinkers no honest, probably no. not um although I'm sure there's probably more than we think um mm. but going With to Harry the Maguire, UFC yeah he's, or he's, going he's to the cricket I don't know how that in itself does anything and if we see it on social media then that's just a separate world anyway mm. they're not playing football on social media I don't care about all that it's all managed by teams and companies and agents and all that I don't really care about social media what footballers say on there it's just it's just uh, irrelevant to me so the fact that someone's just gone out for a night with their mates well, how long are we meant to be sad for the shit they know the shit where, where do you think United would go out in town if all the United players were together where, where do you think they'd choose hmm. it depends who's, who's mm. leading the way It'd probably just be somewhere like dead posh, wouldn't it? Mm. I mean, I've China not been out. Yeah, is it? Where is it? Australasia? Is that the thing? That's That's the thing. Oh, with the Ivy, is that where they all go? Yeah, yeah. the Ivy. Or the uh, boring though, isn't it? Twenty stories. Get some bit, bit of personality. Get yourself down Peveril of the Peak. <laughs> See, get I don't know where it's open. It's been that, Get yeah, yourself been that in long. the Pia Hat yeah. and get served yeah. by a man. Alex Bagley on camera saying, "Looks like no creature I've ever seen in my life." It's one of the best bars in Manchester. Have you been to Gulliver's? Of course. Yeah. Get yourself down Gulliver's. Oh, actually. I went. I was in the Grey Horse the other week, right? And there you go. Right, get to the Grey right, Horse. Chris was amazing. Genuinely, I love Chris, by the right? way. The Grey Horse. And, Big um, shout out to him. Top guy. Have you met Howard before? Of course I have. Amazing. He was in there. Like it's like a local celebrity. Right? They've, they've got a big cardboard cut out of him now. They take out. Have, have you been yeah. to the Grail? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the past. It's, uh, mm. well, I love Chris and Howard is hilarious. <laughs> I, don't know, so, I don't know everyone there. Yeah, like, yeah, no. Um, the, it is, it's mm. like a little pub that you can go in. Or where is it? It's not on, on Potter Street. Street. It's, Street, it's yeah. right next to, um, um, is, it not the, is it the old monkey? Yeah. yeah. Um, but mm. the, I mean, this sort of argument bores me a little what bit. Do you think, yeah? I don't get that annoyed when I see these players at the F1 or, or the manager at the cricket or. The, the, the abroad or whatever and I think you can't have it both ways there you go there's the quote from Gary Neville thank you production team so you can see that um, he's saying I remember a time when United players managers executives wouldn't be seen in their local Italian after a draw at home let alone getting knocked out of Europe the last week we've seen a global tour of F1 concerts, cricket and UFC events this lot are tone deaf for starters I think is that true? 
I remember playing. I've seen players out and about in town after all sorts of results before. Not, so I don't know if that's true. Not to try and quote Gary Lineker because I'm not a particular fan of his. Mm. But he yeah. mentioned what, why, about players why, why in the not? past would have just gone to the pub yeah. instead and been, you know, looked spoken to by journalists and paparazzi and all that stuff. That's well, it's like yeah. it's been, you know, United had a pretty big drinking culture that was well yeah. known when they weren't winning stuff. Especially you know, players like Brian Robson could handle it, but of course people used to go out all the time and even. Um, like uh, Brian Clough used to get his, tell his players to drink the night before to like <laughs> ease their um, like nerves for like a big match. So um, I mean, I, it doesn't outrage me in the way that it's so some. And I know Gary Neville he's he's posted this. He's had almost thirty thousand likes, two and a half thousand retweets, almost two thousand quotes. So he's a lot of people agreeing with him, a lot of people in the replies agreeing with it. There's a lot of anger. There's a picture of Marcus Rashford, um, Brandon Williams um, at some MTK Global event. I mean. I get annoyed with the performance of the pitch, but you know I don't expect the players to be sobbing, you know, walking down the street sobbing hysterically, or to be sat under the bed crying or watching videos of the the game. I don't mind them having a life and doing things. People it forget, doesn't bother like, me. It it's, just the, it's their job. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like if, you, if you didn't have a good day at work, right, and you went into town afterwards, mm. you wouldn't have someone come up to you going, "Oh, you've not you've not done very well today. Why why are you here?" Yeah, and also with football, you can't just run more to get back in form. Mm. It's not like, you know what, I'm not going to go out tonight, I'm just going to sprint for three hours instead. Like, they've got such, you know, finely tuned regimes that they're following. Yeah. As long as they're still doing that and it's not, you know, affecting sleep <laughs> or affecting concentration, whatever, fine. But I just think you can't sound like, I'm not going to UFC tonight, I'm just going to lift loads of weights all night. That instead. treadmill I mean, won't turn on itself. Yeah, exactly. Um, Alex Hughes doesn't agree. He says, Jesus Christ, what happened to our fan base? How about they start working their ass off on the training pitch? How much are they getting paid again? So well, there that, is. I that's mean, that's a different point, though, yeah. isn't it? Mm. I I think when they're on the training pitch, yeah. work your ass off. You're being yeah. paid a fuckload of money. You should try as hard as you can. Yeah. But that doesn't mean never do anything other than train. You, you you can overtrain. You can you know wallow in the in the pain so well, much Ruby that, did that you ruin your mental health. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, it's just. Doesn't, I, I get annoyed with some of the performances, but I don't think the two are connected. I don't no. think they're performing badly on the pitch because when they've got time off, they're going to watch the cricket. Yeah, if that UFC fight was during a training session and they've yeah. not turned mm. up, fair enough. Um, you know, that's that's but, awful. But would, but if, but if I understand all when that. When they're not at work, would you would you then post that on your social media? I know it's not you doing it personally, but no, I wouldn't. Yeah, if that was me, yeah, I. You know, I'd live a life, mm. but I wouldn't be posing all over social media if United were this shit. I'd take a bit of a back I seat. think the social media for United has become a massive issue. Mm. I think people are just getting the back up because of what they're seeing on socials. And I think there's a few players who can probably have a word with the team because it's not them sat there posting, is it? And just say, listen... Well, we I mean, you know, Neville said no. it before. Players should probably run their own Twitter yeah, accounts. I think they would. You know what? You can judge the mood and you know mm. what's going on. Um, David Jones says, do you think the Chelsea cash being flashed by so many different billionaires might make the Glazers seriously consider selling. Yeah, the Chelsea has apparently got about 30 potential buyers. There's just no. going to be another billionaire, isn't it, that buys them? And the reason they've got so many buyers is because it's not like they haven't really got anything to fight against. Mm. They have to sell the club. Like, as it stands currently anyway, you know, Abramovich has to sell it. So it's, it's a lot easier of a purchase than it is if you're negotiating with I don't, I don't really understand. I don't really understand Chelsea fans getting like upset about it either because it's like, well, you you accepted him to become your owner with everything that came mm. with it, so you can't Oh, they've, they've, they've had a told yeah. riches. Like, like, they've oh. seen things that they never thought they'd see. I remember Chelsea before he took over there and they were, you know, they were kicking around in like quarterfinals, mm. winning the trophy, absolutely buzzing to win the League Cup or whatever. They did qualify for the Champions mm. League though. Yeah, before, no, they yeah. did. But it's not like they were, 
you know, back-to-back titles mm. and winning two Champions mm. Leagues and record amount of points and buying the likes of Claude McAuley and, and over, over until he came in. So I think, like, you know, yes, they had relative sorts of... It's like City, you know, what, eighth or whatever. They didn't, were nowhere near until the, the, the new owners came in. So I think... The, the autoglass yeah. era. And they're, also, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, always exactly. kind of on borrowed time, weren't they? Like, there's a, there yeah. seems to me a feeling with all of these owners that have got anywhere between questionable and terrible human rights records, that at some point that might catch you out. It's like, you know, doing base jumping every weekend. Occasionally mm. the parachute doesn't open. And I think <laughs> Chelsea fans have had 15 years of this now yep. where they've basically gotten away mm. with it. They've changed how football is, in, is run in England and eventually it's caught up to them like it was always going to. You can't be upset or surprised. This is what happens when you get in bed with the people. Well, it's, that, it's, happened, with. it's happened with smaller clubs though before, but I think because it's Chelsea, they won't be allowed... To sort of unravel in the same way that clubs like Malaga, no, like, like Malaga, for example, who got to the quarterfinals of the Champions League yeah. with an owner who was very uh, dodgy, shall we say, and like they're now in administration, yeah. languishing in, in Segunda because the money was very uh, questionable as to yeah. where it came from. Was that the was that the team with Isco in it that did? Yeah, that so like they're basically they, they were lower than Chelsea. They were like yeah. basically a yo-yo side, and then this uh, Qatari uh, owner came in. Bought Van Nistelrooy, Isco, Caballero, mm. had Pellegrini's manager, just spent loads and loads of money. Actually should have got to the semi-finals of the Champions League, had an offside goal that was ruled out, but <laughs> players went literally within like a season of qualifying for the Champions League, they were literally in the Champions League and their own players were going like unpaid and then mm. like they all left and then they just about survived for a few years and then went down, I think, in 2018. But yeah, they're in but a that wouldn't happen to Chelsea because no, no, their no. revenue is so yeah, high. Yeah, that's what I mean. They'll be able to carry um, There's a few quotes. I'm just going to whiz through these. He's got a few quotes and get to all the other week. Um, there's a few quotes that have dropped from, I think this is from Melissa Reddy, who's gone over. She was mm. at the Indy, wasn't she? Mm. Um, Aren't you blocked by it? No, that's um, you're thinking of Sam Quek, mm. who blocked me because she wrote what I can only describe as a pr- completely... Okay out-of-order article on Paul Pogba, which was full of just absolute nonsense. Mm. And when I literally screenshotted it and said that, like, where are you getting this from? It's not true. He's not the laziest player in the, the league. Mm. And that sort of language is just not helpful. She blocked me. Mm. Um, she's no great loss. Mm. Uh, so Matt pointed out some spelling mistakes in the article as well, some <laughs> grammatical errors. That's what people yeah. like to hear, isn't it? Not only is what you've said shit, you've I said did it say, I did say this is much better than usual articles because there's only five spelling mistakes in it. Uh, that's a compliment. If you don't want to take that as a compliment, mm-hmm. that's your problem, not mine. Someone's, someone's not getting on, invited onto a question of sport. Oh, that, the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> thank God. Um, anyway, she's talking in here for Sky. She's on Sky now. She said, uh, United have still not internally outline, outlined the nature of Ragnick's consultancy role but it is not envisioned to be very hands-on. No meetings have taken place as yet with Ragnick regarding the design of his future position. Um, and there's the the notion that Ragnick could operate as a loose version of a sporting director at United has been labelled hugely unlikely. Um, and then it's also, got, she goes on to say, sources have intimated Ragnick's role at United in all probability will be centred around sharing insights on innovation, scouting and linking United with bright football minds oh, rather yeah, than fundamentally altering the setup. Bright football minds. So, I mean, you know. Remember, remember that time bright football minds was the top scorer in the fucking Premier League? It's proper blue sky thinking, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. like Tony yeah, Blair. Yeah. This, is, this like, is blue sky yeah. thinking that you like, to which you've never seen before. Yeah. And it's this kind of innovation which will take us to the next level. Yeah. What? Building for a better future. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Ralph Ragnick. Yeah. It's just nonsense. It's yeah. word salad. It's like saying, oh, I'll definitely stay friends with my ex. It's like, it's mm. not, it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, we'll be all right. We'll stay all right. Ralph, don't worry. When you've left, we'll still chat. Mm. We'll still be mates. We'll go out for dinner. Mm. It's not going to happen, is it? It's got a um, phrase, Joy. 
joined us in the studio. We're, we're gonna get on to Wally of the Week. Uh, we put a, a, we put the question into the yeah. um, into the chat it. before. Yeah. Have you two finished? No, um, actually, we're discussing interrupting us. We're, we're discussing indie landfill bands again. I hate that you call it indie landfill. Okay, it's a disrespectful term. Call it indie. Bliss. Right. Bland Phil. Don't call it nice. bland Phil. Yeah. Oh, Phil, you're bland. <laughs> got it wrong. Well, yeah. I went for it and I got it wrong. Um, promises. Um, well, you're in a landfill. <laughs> <laughs> on Telegram earlier, on our members chat, we asked for your wallies of the week to send him in. Um, Liam McManaman, that's an unfortunate surname, says, uh, Jermaine Jenis for saying he played against Emerson at Borough in the 2000s, except Emerson left in 98. Well said there. Um, Caleb Dietz says, got to be PSG as a whole. That squad was embarrassed by Monaco after being recently knocked out of the Champions League, which way they were favourites to win. The mm. thing is, though, they're, they're still, I think, 13 points clear in the league, yeah. aren't they? So they're basically, matter, they've, they're giving up as much as they can while still winning the league. Yeah. They're, they're all on so like, You know on like uh, career mode on FIFA where you just sim matches because you can't be bothered to play They are simming matches yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, no, do you know on uh, yeah. Football Manager? Potch, yeah. go on holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gone on holiday. I'll come back in the season. I'll probably yeah. still win it by yeah. about three points. <laughs> Tom says Lampard for taking lessons off Jose for throwing his players under the bus. You love Lampard, don't you, Jay? I love You him. think he's a top manager as well, don't you? I, I think he's, 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 he's a comedy genius. Like no, the, the thing that he does where he's laughing and then he goes that serious. Yeah, like that is. He must know he's doing that. He, he does it every right. interview. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm. I like. I love the old core blimey governor mm. attitude that he's got. I love him. Keep him there forever. Um, Gary said, "I'd set up a crying about game congestion oh. despite playing one game a week." Yeah, it's, what is it? Eleven games in the last ten weeks, and he's whinging. Mm. Thanks for everyone who sent in those one of the weeks. Good, good suggestions. Like, do, you, do you remember when United played two games in two days? Yeah, 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 it was well in two thousand. Well, ninety one, ninety two, mm. wasn't it? When we lost the league, we played something like five games in ten days. Or something. It was stupid, it's fun, that, yeah. isn't it? Uh, it's great. As that a fan. cost us the league. Yeah. Um, go on, then. Who's your wallet of the week? I don't know, Jay. So why have you Thank asked you. me that? Thank it's you. It's very hard. It's almost like you didn't have five minutes then to discuss it instead of spending talking think, about no, landfill. No, here's the thing, Jay. I've been thinking about it for two hours, who right. my wall of the week is. And okay. I can't... Do you know who it is, actually? Go it's on. just Man United, generally. Because, <laughs> like you said earlier, James, I've enjoyed the last weekend of us not playing yeah. more than pretty much any weekend in, in living memory. Yeah. It's better to not watch us than it is to watch us at the moment. That's mm. just a shit situation to be in for what is such a successful and brilliant club at the minute international break is my favorite time of the year i used to hate it so man united are my wally of the week okay, wally really, of the decade i can't really argue with that um james who are you gonna go for Probably who's your wally the, of the, uh, the cyclist earlier that didn't stop at the traffic lights and nearly uh hit someone's car nearly yeah nearly. what a dickhead Man. and then got off his bike so, have you ever ridden a bloody bicycle before oh. it's like, well, he said that about it yeah when he got not yeah. off his bike was he talking to himself no, he, he nearly he nearly hit someone's car, slammed the brakes on, got off his bike and went, and the other guy got out of his car and he went, we've never ridden a bloody bicycle before in your life. Do you know how hard it is to stop? Hmm. Like, well, Interesting. Flipping cyclist. Do you like, do, can you ride a bike? Yeah, yeah I've ridden hmm. several. Obviously. Have you? Yeah. I can't imagine you riding a bike. <laughs> can you ride one? Yeah, of course I can. I taught my kids how to ride a bike. Of course I can ride a bike. But uh, what, what annoys me is, and I saw this on the weekend. Jay, how many wheels right. has the bike got? Several. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so what? Right. If you go to the circus, they've got one. What else? Their bikes. Yeah, their bikes. It's just a. Uh, it's not a bike though, is it? It's a unicycle. Uh, mm, yeah, you've got like mm. one there, one there, and then the two at the side. No, that's a that's a go kart. Yeah. Uh, 
don't use the cycle lanes properly because on the weekend I was walking down you know that oh you, know you know how narrow no one loves no. local admin more than James hey. this is for the council yeah, with, meeting with, you're going with, to after the podcast we're two steps away from talking about the pedestrianisation of Mr. Norwich Burnham, Centre the cycle anyway, lanes uh, in the city I mean, centre you know it's just completely out of order yeah. uh, I bet you've got an opinion on the clean air zone yeah which we're going to share on a special four hour edition of the uh, when I'm not in. Yeah. Um, Come on, who's your one of the week? I'm going to go, I don't want to get political, but you do this every week. I'm going to go with Sajid Javid. <laughs> he went on telly this morning doing the media rounds and then said that Boris Johnson didn't say the thing we've all seen that he did say um, about Ukraine and Brexit. And I just think they just lie constantly. And then they mm. say that thing he said he didn't say. And then he said every normal person can see he didn't say it. What, so everyone's abnormal for watching what they've seen. Mm. It's just ridiculous. He just does me in. I'm just deflated with and him yet all. you'll still vote for him next time. Won't you? <laughs> <laughs> His track record yeah. speaks for itself. <laughs> well, until you give me a better option. <laughs> they're all just as bad as each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, less of two evils. <laughs> yeah. um, Joe, where can people find you? Joe Smith, 93 on Instagram and Twitter or in Rome for the next four days if anyone's interested. Mm. And he will be documenting that on his Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, and he will be sending us some pictures for our Instagram yes. as well. Don't yeah. annoy him because he is on holiday. So No, he's not. There's no holiday yeah. on here. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Go on. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at James Young TV. And, uh, yeah. Have you not got a magazine to plug? Um, well, no, because that mag is no longer on sale because United aren't playing this weekend. I didn't, I didn't bring it because you can't buy it anymore. So next edition... Excuses, excuses. Never uh, happened in my day. In my day, I used to go on YouTube every week when I saw United we stand, even though yeah, it didn't exist. Where can people the find you, Jay? The internet wasn't even a thing. Um, people can find me, Jay Motter, you know where I'm back on Twitter now after my hiatus for copyright breaches. Someone is going to burn for that, aren't they? Who is it, Jay? Your, your cronies at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jay rallied the troops, didn't he? Um, I didn't, actually. Excuse me, guys. I've been taken off of Twitter. The thing you said would never happen. Like Julius Caesar, weren't you? Yeah. Ask yourself. Betrayed. Do you want Twitter without me on it? That's Trump. the question. And yeah. quite a lot of yeah. people said they did. Um, yeah. So this has been the Pilot Podcast. Thanks to James Young. Thanks to Joe. Thanks to everyone who got involved in the comments. Thanks to everyone as well who sent in their questions for uh, their suggestions Sorry for Wally of the Week. We will try and reach out to you guys more often as well. And thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.